Hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of Tales of Adea. We are here today, and uh, we already did our introduction, so um, we're just going to dive right in um, to the session. I'm just going to turn down the music a tiny bit, so it's not as pronounced for now. There we go. And that's perfect. All right. <clears throat> oh, yes, one more thing. Unfortunately, uh, Kira, Tani's player, can't join us today. Um, nothing bad happened. Um, she just has uh, some time to spend with her family. So, uh, Kira, we miss you. We hope that you're back next week. Yes, next week we're playing. Are we playing? We'll yes. figure that out later. Um, anyway, without further ado. <clears throat> At the inn without a name, day unknown, month unknown, year unknown. Tree branches break as he pushes through them with mighty antlers, and a panic runs through his body. He is awake. He has to get away. He has to get away. The mighty stag crashes through the forest, running uphill, but he starts, he starts to slow down too soon. His muscles ache and burn, and his head begins to grow fuzzy. He's hungry. He is so, so hungry. He stumbles upon a rock, but he keeps pushing forward, away, away, and up, up, up to, and the forest clears before him, and he stands in the shadow of the huge tower at the center of the island. The area around the base is littered with the gooey corpses of the fish-like creatures that live only on this island. A thin mist hovers over them, and within it, the stag sees a figure. He backs up slowly, but his muscles protest. He's hurting. He's dying. Panic, that was only briefly suspended by this new vision, begins to flood through him once more. His heart begins to thump, and he knows. He has to get away from the mist. And then it touches him, envelops him. Understanding floods his mind. Of course this was where he was going. This is where hunger and fear are just memories. This is where he is meant to be. The stag approaches the tower, and deep within which we find the Ashen Hearts. On a table inside Laboratory 1, there lie several large glass orbs. Within each orb is captured a landscape, miniaturized. One filled with snow, another with water. A third lies broken, but the fourth is filled with a lush jungle and a single building, an inn without a name. Inside of it, we find the Ashenhearts, moments after a strange happening that only they seem to have become aware of, the appearance of a unique, strange pattern that briefly spun in the air and then disappeared before them. Most of you felt a brief haze of confusion as the pattern spun and then disappeared. But the rest of the tavern hasn't changed, and for the most part, you don't feel any different. At the bar sits Mr. Patrick Swordenbrand, quietly reading a book, while the lady behind the bar idly cleans another cup and smiles in your direction, waiting, inviting, but not demanding of you. What would you like to do? Get the fuck out of here. Um... um. 
I don't know. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, DM, did yes. Barnack ever experience anything similar to this? As in hypnotic pattern. Go ahead and make an arcana check. Yes, sir. Come on. Low number. Yeah, that's a five. I'm pretty sure that's a five anyway. Let me check just to make sure. <clears throat> it is... Four. Lo and behold, four. No, it's five. No, no. It's like okay. Five. Five. To be honest, four or five doesn't make a huge difference. As far as you can tell, you've never seen anything like that before. Maybe it's a manifestation of this place. You don't know. Okay. Yeah. Did anyone else see this? There were lights. Yeah, I mean, we're in a magical inn in a magical tower. I'm no one... not surprised there are some side effects. No one else moved. Probably because you're used to it. Oh. Maybe. Do you think I can ask the bartender for that again? I mean, you definitely could. I'm just thinking know. we've we've come here for a purpose. So no, no, I know, but... Better stay I on mean, track. I mean, it's still... I mean, remember, Jean-Jacques, uh, you made four lights before, but they were always the same color. This was different. Oh, just because I wanted him to, I could make him different colors. Why did you never say that? I, I didn't have, know it was pertinent information. We could have had our own parties. That's fine. I'll just you go. What do you mean off. we could have? We used to have our own parties without without trick. different colored lights. No, with different colored lights, we would do it in the hold of the ship and everything. How drunk was I? <laughs> In the ship? Always. In general. Very... Always. Yeah. That checks yeah, just, it out. Yeah, yeah. Just as a reference, you don't actually remember that. I mean, it's up to, to Barnack, but. Barnack yeah. trusts yeah. you at the moment for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> so. Um, so uh, I think. So you were saying Swordenbrand's sitting at the bar. Yep. And. There are no other patrons. No, in the not not immediately visible. Um, okay. You did spot one earlier when you uh, peeked into the more luxurious uh, sitting room, yeah. and another one actually passed you by as you went um, as you came out of the bedroom that you were in, okay. and was on on their way to their own uh, rooms. Right. I'll turn to the rest. Be like, um, shall we sit at the table? And um, settle in, or you want to sit at the bar? I think sitting at the table is probably better. All right. No, let's 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 grab a table and we could maybe grab that table right next to Mister Grant. Sure. Won't look. In... It'll look fine. I mean, we're in a tavern. I always like yeah. the table next to a to a wall. So, <laughs> just for our understanding, this is the effectively the same as having a long line of urinals, and there's one person standing alone, and yes. instead of standing five away, you stand right next yes. to them. 
Okay. Barnek is totally that dude. Like Barnek is yeah. totally that dude. Yeah, definitely. He would do that a hundred percent of the he's time. Got, he's, oh yeah, he's got weird bathroom habits anyway, as we discovered very early <laughs> on in this campaign. Uh, we should not talk about that one. <laughs> okay, uh, so you at guys all. head over, uh, sit down at the table. Yeah. Feel free to move your tokens uh, to where you wish to sit, and. Um, you notice um, Felix actually grabs one of the tablecloths from one of the uh, tables in the middle, drags it over, kind of folds it up, and then lies on top of it on top of the table that you're sitting at. Seems very comfortable all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, do I have like a piece of paper? I do, right? Like, I imagine you have some paper yeah. in your... Yeah, your I'll, I'll take a paper and, and a pen and, and write something. Uh, and just push the paper towards Jean-Jacques first. And the paper says, uh, Jean-Jacques, the paper says, I smell sulfur. Okay. Not I smell of sulfur. I, yep. yeah. I thought it was going to say something about the Scarlet Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are, those are actually <laughs> in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see something. I'll do some... I'll whisper under my breath and, like, do, like, an intricate set of motions with my hands and I'll cast Prestidigitation. Mm. And underneath, uh, I will just write out, Did you fart? <clears throat> and then it will disappear. As I see that, I'm... No? <laughs> Good God! No. <laughs> is this what we came back for? <laughs> I love Good you guys. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just give him a nod, like, okay. No. Felix, Felix, come, come, let me pet you. Felix just kind of raises his head and looks over his shoulder a bit, like over his body towards you, and just like confused. What am I, a dog? No. You're a friend. I pet friends. You've got other friends here. Yeah, but you were the closest one. I just like say across the table, you ever pet me, I punch you in the face. I, I will interject on Tani's behalf and say that she's nodding along in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll look to both of you and say, duly noted. And we'll see. And I'll just okay. not pet anyone. Okay. Um, does, like, the smell of sulfur mean anything to me other than, like, rotten eggs and vol volcanoes? Um, <clears throat> you can make a, make a general intelligence check. Okay. And, uh, Myra, if you wish, you could do the same. 14. Okay. Let me see what Myra has. Uh, intelligence check? Mm -hmm. I get a double check. I don't think I have a negative. Just 15. Okay. Um, I mean, the very, very traditional mantra goes, if you smell sulfur, look for a demon. It's kind of a... Like a sort of um, um, freelancer wisdom that you've learned 
uh, it's not true by default, but it is the thing that you, you know, it's like um, what you're supposed to do in a grease fire, what you're supposed to do if you smell sulfur, it's, you know, uh, get some salt. And what do you think we learned salt. is the yeah. freelancers? Yep. Especially grease fire is very common for freelancers. <laughs> not surprised. Yeah. Okay, I'll kind of um, take that in, but I, I, I feel like that's a stretch at this point, so I won't okay. necessarily like take any action. Um, <clears throat> JJ, hmm. um, Chan. Oh, sorry, Myra, um, mm -hmm. Annie. Those are all our names. Yes. You hear wood slap behind, and the bartender comes out carrying a, uh, a tray with several, two, like two or three mugs of ale, and several goblets filled with wine. Uh, and she just comes over. Can I offer you something already? I'd be happy to supply you and make sure that you're comfortable. Uh. Of course, still deciding. Well, I'll just leave this here. Why you decide? Well, can, can I can I actually ask you for a little bit of a favor? Could you give us a few um, smaller glasses? Um, I hope you don't mind, and uh, uh, just let me know if this is impolite to ask. But since your um, business is not about selling liquor, I was hoping that, and I pull out the bottle of Uthasian gin ah. that I stole from uh, the clerk <laughs> way back at the Aquinical. Now, I was looking for a good opportunity to um, pop this one open and share it with my friends here. And since we've been through a lot recently, I thought this would be uh, a good time. Of course. Just a moment. And she takes the tray again, returns behind the bar, and returns, you know, like half a minute later with uh, a number of smaller um, wine glasses set out empty but clean um, for you to use places it on the on the table and smiles at you spe specifically Jean-Jacques and says if you need anything else any food or company or if you're happy to share your story just let me know and I'll be right over yeah. I smile back at her and just say I'm, I'm gonna take you up on that and um you can I kind of like I don't know I guess if there's an extra glass maybe there's an extra glass or something or maybe somebody I don't know I'll say um you can offer the gentleman over there a, a copper if he's interested too and she looks over her shoulder. Um, I, I can try, but I'm certain he would appreciate you doing so yourself as well. We're all very, very friendly here. You have nothing to fear. Um, can I insight check that you have nothing to fear? <laughs> okay, go ahead and make an insight check. That's a 12 plus 8, an unnatural 20. She definitely believes in what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I figured. I don't like this. Um, uh, how, how long? How long was was the gentleman here? How long has been, he been here? Well, you know? that would be his story to tell. So I won't spoil uh, any so secrets. We could, so we could we could share stories between the, the patrons as well. Certainly, that is that is oh, that what flourishes things. here. Share your Artifacts. stories, connect with each other, feel at home. That is what we're here for. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Thank you very much, ma'am. Of course. And she just kind of 
curtsies and heads back behind the bar. Um, and goes back to cleaning yet another mug. Yeah, forgetting my gym. own yeah, forgetting my own plan that I <laughs> should drink only our ale and everything, I immediately start like going for a glass there of normal oh. ale. No, it's been taken away because Jean Jacques requested. Oh, okay. Time. I thought that she she left it there anyway. No, okay. no, no. She did oh. take it away after okay, you produced okay. your own alcohol. Okay, so okay. you're actually saved from the mistake um, yeah. by Jean Jacques. I do pour out the gin for everybody. Okay. Thank you, Jean Jacques. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, they got full of paper towels. Yep. So, what else? What do you want to talk about? Wow. Well, should we? Why did we sit here? Sorderbrand can hear us. You chose the spot, Barnack. I... I... I made a mistake. I... Sometimes I can say that I made a mistake. But... You should talk to him. Okay. Invite him over. Invite him over to play... To play... Uh, dice with me. Alright. I might think he... Oh, I think he might be more partial to cards, but... Uh, offers yeah. him some games all right yeah offer some of those high-end like royal games that you play all right so i'll get up and i'll you know sidle up next to uh, mr Swordenbrand and kind of like put the bottle of the gin on the table now just say howdy um might i interest you in a nice cup of gin from althasia well hello a nice cup of gin is always welcome. And who are you? Uh, my name is Jean-Jacques Dupois. It's a pleasure to meet you. Jean-Jacques, my name is Patrick Sordenbrand. Very good to meet you. And he reaches out to shake your hand. Um, you, you see, or rather you notice, very subtly, but does spring to mind, he looks young. He looks maybe 30? A good, mm -hmm. like, 10, 15 years younger than you know Elena to be. Which mm -hmm. may be possible. You've never seen this man before. But he definitely looks very young. <clears throat> um, on top of that, he is pretty muscled. And he has a few, like, odd scorch marks and scars that you think you should recognize, but you don't. You don't know why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, he tries to shake your hand. I do. Yeah, I extend my hand to shake. Very firm grip. Not so firm grip for me. Um, and I'll kind of raise a hand to the bartender, kind of like motioning for, for a cup. Um, it is um, It's good to see uh, somebody of such fine stature amongst uh, our group here today. Might I interest you in, in a bit of conversation, maybe a, a game of cards? My friends and I would love to get to know you a little bit. He looks over his shoulder at the table, and he smiles, and he has a warm, friendly smile. Um, <clears throat> he nods at, at Barnack as he looks over his other shoulder and sees him waving. Um, and um, he closes his book, and he says, Of course, I would be more than ha happy to for the man who is buying me, or presenting me with some rather fine gin. Please, lead the way. Introduce your friends, colleagues, 
Well, who are you? Tremendous. Well, all of the above, I guess. Uh, we are the um, the Ashenhearts, freelancer troop from Watchhold, I guess. Um, this right here is Barnack. Nice to meet you. Freelancers, you say? Indeed. He kind of looks a bit confused. Interesting. And what is it you do? We don't freelance as we, we actually like to do other things. We, we <laughs> kill monsters. Kill monsters? Interesting. Amongst other things, yes. We take on contracts from a variety of people to help them out. Um, now, isn't needed. that funny? That is um, the business that I am in. Really? Indeed. Although, I've decided to take a bit of a sabbatical. I'm finding it quite pleasant here. It is quite a pleasant place, I have to say so myself. Isn't it? Just lovely, charming. How long have you been here? Oh, I don't know. When I arrived, I decided this is the place for me to rest and take some time off. And ever since, I... I haven't kept track of the days. I'm just enjoying myself until I decide that the time has come to move on. Yeah, of course. That's not worrying about time when you can. Very good. Indeed. I would advise you to do the same. It is, uh, it is truly lovely here. You will find the best sleep you've ever had in this place. Is that so? Indeed. I am I'm looking good I'm looking forward to a nice night of sleep. Uh, our sleeping accommodations as of late haven't been that uh <laughs> pleasant. I completely understand. Yes, living the life that we do it is um it's difficult to find a good place to rest, but trust me you found one. Even even when you sleep all you dream about are the amazing things that have happened to you. And perhaps even the ones that you will still do. It's absolutely magnificent. Uh, can I, in detail, describe Elena without mentioning her name? Well, would I remember that, right? I mean, yes, you can definitely detail her. Because of the mist and everything else. I oh, yeah, your memories haven't yeah. been affected, okay. so... Perfect. So, um, well... Hmm. Just think. Well, Barnack thinks they do introduce yeah. the others because I kind of just introduced Barnack mm -hmm. and said our group name. So I'll say this is this is Myra right here. Myra, very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. That's Tani, and that is. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, I didn't hear. Felix, I pointed ah. cat. He he just looks at Felix for a moment and scratches him behind the ear, but he looks at Tani and he nods. Um, and he smiles at each of you again. You, you get the impression he's a very, you know, sort of friendly, experienced, but friendly sort of man. Um, and he just kind of looks around and then rests his eyes on Jean-Jacques again. Well then, um, are you familiar with the tradition in this tavern? I would assume not, because it doesn't spring anything to mind, other than sharing stories, if that's what you're referring to. That is exactly what I'm referring to. And 
between professionals such as ourselves, I imagine we have quite a few stories to tell. Wouldn't you say? I would indeed. Oh, I can't wait. Would you like to go first? You are, technically, the newer guests. Would only be appropriate. True enough. I I am partial to a bit of um, a, a game of fortune, if I may say it like that. And I pull out the the coin from my pocket, and I say to him, "Let's uh, let's flip for it. If it's um, you call, if it's your call, then I go first, or we go first. And if it's the other, then you go first. Is this some tradition you freelancers have? This is a tradition that I have, I don't... Well, please, you make the call then, and I will acquiesce to the result. Okay. I'll flip the coin, and I'll call heads. Okay. For What does heads mean? If I win, he goes first. If he wins, I go first. Okay. So go ahead and roll a 1d2. Uh, One being heads, and two being tails. What's okay. up? No, I'm trying to roll to GM only. Oh, just type forward slash GM roll. Instead of roll. Oh, GM roll. Yeah. Okay. One second. Could you make a sleight of hand check, real quick? Die. Uh, how much was it? Or do you know? I wrote to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You catch a sly smile on his face as he looks at the result. And he nods. Oh, where to begin? Hmm. Perhaps how you got here. Oh. No, that would not be a very interesting story. Why don't I tell you about the time that I ventured into the city of Brass and wrestled from a giant the very belt that I'm wearing? And he kind of leans back a bit and you see like a very heavy belt around him um, with some intricate carvings on like the metal plate in the front Uh, in fact he has to kind of already sit back a little bit just to make sure it doesn't squish into him Um, and uh, he smiles at you waiting you know to see if you're interested or if you'd still rather hear the other story yeah there's the the eyebrow arch on JJ's head like just just oh that Sounds like a mighty fine tale. I'd be very interested in that myself. Okay. Well, he begins to tell. I'm not actually going to go through an entire story because I know that you guys also want to do things. But he begins to tell this really, you know, great story. He's actually uh, alone, went into uh, the Nine Hells, made it to the City of Brass, and got into this whole power play between two of the, the local, you know, lords. Um... And eventually, you know, this whole thing happened where he tricked the giant into um, betting the belt and then weakened it. Um, 
But while this is all going on, uh, what do you, what are you guys doing? Are you just listening? Are you, you know, looking for any clues, trying anything? I want to like see if I've ever heard these stories told by another person, whether they're like just overall legends or whatever. Okay, uh, you can make a history check for that. And I'm gonna try and think if I ran into this story in his diary, because I leafed through that thing. So I'm wondering right. if I ran um, into. I'm assuming not, because I'm. Make a, a lot. He... Make a history check as well. Mine was thirteen. Okay, thirteen. Mine is also a thirteen. Okay. Uh, well, first for Myra. Um, the spe- the specifics of the story are not known to you. You know, like he, the, it's peppered with details of of names and things like that, which all seem to fall into place relatively easily. But um, the overall structure and the idea of him going in alone and everything—it's quite reminiscent of a fable. Um, and looking at him, he seems capable, but you may have some doubts as to whether he actually succeeded uh, or would have succeeded in such an endeavor in the first place. And that that doubt can easily be shared by the rest of the group as well, if you wish. So that's up to you guys. Um, Jean-Jacques, in the journal, uh, nothing comes to mind that you can remember, but that goes with some doubt because, of course, there are sections that you just, you know, you didn't memorize them uh, completely. So, um, as he's telling the story, you guys also notice like Felix is enraptured. He's lying like with his head on his paws, and he's just looking up, wide-eyed, eyes completely black, pupils wide, as he drinks in the story. Like he loves it. He's loving it, <clears throat> and he's getting scratched um, by uh, by Patrick idly as Patrick is talking. Mm. So, yeah, do a little clap. Nothing, you know, crazy. Sure. But just a little one at the end when he wrestles the the belt from the giant. He uh he actually stands up briefly as he finishes, and you know, like he has a fine coat on and everything, and he holds it closed and he does a little bow to the table, does a little bow to the right, and then sits back down. Thank you, thank you. Does the belt actually look magical? Or just I mean, at a glance, it definitely could be. Um, yeah, you know. Okay. It could also just be very ostentatious and not magical at all. So, um, that is one of my stories, but I would be delighted to hear one of yours. Um, I got one. Of course. Barnack, please tell me. What have you gotten up to in your heyday? Well, not my heyday. This is my... This this was not a heyday, but but um, so we had okay we had a a, a, a really bad boss before mm-hmm. prior to to our current boss at least us and freelancers and so we basically and then I start telling him about some of our adventures like our adventures okay but I always try to mix up names so that if for example tani did something it was actually like completely someone else like doesn't matter who it was completely someone else so trying to 
make sure that our group seems like we there are more people in our group not like just the four of us but like okay. that um there are like orion is part of the group and then like more people that we met that they're still part of our group okay and i will end it by saying that a pirata took a leak on a corpse <laughs> what the fuck? after she died no, just before she died. That's why we actually... That was one of the reasons that we hated her as well. Okay. Well, that is indeed quite disgusting. Um, Barnak, I would also like you to make a wisdom saving throw. With advantage, as you are still blessed by the lady. Shit. Wait, we're still blessed by the lady? Yes. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Let me just check. It's, it should be plus two. Yeah, it is plus two. Okay, let's go. With advantage, you say. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is not possible. It's a one and a two, so four. Okay. Um, I'm going to send you a message on Discord. Oh, wow. Okay. I will not use these dice anymore. Can I use these six from now on? Do you have one hundred? Okay. I've sent you the message um, I will say all of your passive perceptions are high enough that you notice Barnack looks a little tired after he finishes telling his story a little, you know, grey in the face just a little bit like he's been through a lot as if he maybe lived through the stories but obviously he hasn't, he's just been telling them I'll, I'll sit back and I'll close my eyes, mm -hmm. like, like trying to take a rest, kinda, like in that way. But instead of doing that, I will do the ledge thing where I search for everything around me because okay. the moment like I feel worse just by telling a story, I immediately think that there's like there are demons around us. Okay, uh, that takes you a minute to cast, right? That that takes me a minute. Yes. Okay. Uh, what? Or rather, the... for the next minute, I right can... for the next minute. So, what yeah. are the types of creatures that you can detect? I will send it to you here. It's primeval awareness, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, just uh, just for viewers in case they don't understand yeah. what the ledge thing is. Oh, sorry, yeah. So, <laughs> no, for one level okay. per uh, one level per level of the spell slot and ledge I will use the thing. first. Yeah. First uh, slot. Yeah. And he's in his favorite terrain tavern. <laughs> I wish. I no. wish that were a terrain. <laughs> no, his favorite terrain is barrel of ale. <laughs> true, true. Um, okay, spell slot blah, tavern blah. floor. Actually, since so the, yeah. the following types of creatures are present within one mile around you: okay, aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Huh. Interesting. Let me check something real quick. Okay. Um, in your immediate vicinity, you do not detect any such creatures at all. Okay. However. There is a sort of nebulous, like, your your awareness stretches around you, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you kind of come in contact with the land. You, you hear the trees outside more than you hear the conversation inside. And there is an edge to that perception that doesn't go as far as it should. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, there is one gigantic pressing darkness that is... Um, something evil like 
all of the creature types listed here, undead, aberrations, like, it's all amalgamated into one gigantic presence that looms over your perception. So for a second, you're like, oh, shit. Um, okay. But that's it. Uh, if, if I were to just compare it to the last time when we felt things like that, for example, when we felt... Um, what was it? One of the bigger, bigger ones that we felt. We felt. I remember. Right? We felt the aboleth. Mm -hmm. If I were to compare it, would this be like a bigger blip or like? Oh, um, the aboleth would be an ant compared to a mountain. Okay, I will cough. <laughs> <laughs> Barve. Make a perception yeah. check as well, actually. Okay, that is plus five at least. I know. Uh, oh no, not this, not this dice, not these dice, new ones. Natural one. With a new, with, with, with. Okay, that's pretty You're much the, the only way you could have missed this, so congratulations. The absolute worst. <laughs> yeah, like Simon said, um, Chansey spent all week moving the curse Wait, to Milosh. how does, if, if... If I have inspiration, can't I make somebody re-roll with my inspiration? I mean, technically, I don't think so. Um, okay. That would be luck. Uh, like a, an actual ah, luck point. luck. Yeah. Right. But I... I do have... I do... Okay, okay. I, I do have inspiration. I could probably well, use my inspiration for that. Up to you. Yeah, I'll use my inspiration for that. And if... I mean, if you yeah, don't want to, don't make my... <clears throat> I will. No, no, this... I, I want to see. I like seeing. I like okay. being observant. So, okay. Okay, that's better. That's twenty. A natural twenty. So not. So a one and a twenty dirty. on the same. No, 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 no. Unnatural twenty. Dirty, okay. dirty. Uh, unnatural 20. twenty. Okay. Dirty 20. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, you should still do the thing that I wrote to you on Discord. Um, mm. There's something that impacts. Then this. it's right. Thank you. I'll write to you the, mm -hmm. the... Okay. You felt that right as your ability ended, you felt something looking back. Nope. 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 Yeah, that's a big nope. <laughs> that's a, nope. a huge nope. Um... Ah, <coughs> uh, uh, with your primevalness. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my story, Mister Swordenbrand. And are you all right? You look a little pale. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll. I just need more. More of this very lovely gin. But um, I have a question for you. You mentioned that you might dream of things that you have not yet done. Is that correct? Well, yes. That that was not the case when I first arrived, so it may take you a few nights, but I have incredible dreams of perhaps my imagination. Perhaps I'll write a book, but of incredible acts that Who, who that would I you do say that and perform. is most in... Do you, do you dream of other people, of, other, of others, of, or only of yourself? I think it is me. I'm not sure. No other people you have not met yet? No, not to my recollection. There are 
others in the dreams, but yes, yes, in the same I mean. manner that any dream can have oh. guest appearances, people that you've met or seen or heard of. Um, yeah. Nothing that Who I would, would consider because interesting. I'm, I think a few a few years ago, I had dreams of, let's say, legends. So I'm just curious. Um, would I would. Who, who would you say would be the most interesting person in their dreams? The one that you don't know maybe yet. Hoping to meet them maybe one day. Hmm. I don't know. Frankly, I don't know most of the people that appear. I think that they just fill the roles of whatever my imagination requires. Okay. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, the most important people that appear are my family, my brother, my sisters, um, some friends from time to time, few important people from back home, but nothing major. No, um, Mrs. Ordenbrand, I take it then. Oh, goodness, no. I'm, I'm not married. I mean... There's... No, we went in the dream. Oh, that... I meant just in general, I guess. I, I was... Oh, they're not that sort of dream. But um, I have a lovely girl waiting back home, and perhaps one day. But right now I'm traveling far too much, and um, it doesn't seem very wise to make any commitments that, that would only leave us in pain, as you might understand yourselves. Our life makes us travel quite a bit. Briefest moment, there's like a haunted look on JJ's face before he just pulls it back right away and he's back to his pleasant facade, as he said, the, as you might understand. Mm. He does not seem to notice. Well, I guess it's only fair if I reciprocate. That would be uh, mighty fine of you. Might I have a refill? And he actually produces the. Of course, I'll I'll pour everybody another okay. another round. Good. I'm nursing like the same cup I've had this whole time. Okay, so you've got like the the subtle hand on top. Um, yeah. When I tape sips, I hold it there a lot longer than I'm actually drinking. <laughs> okay. Um, I will say, as Jean Jacques uh, refills, um, very briefly, just the lady who was in the more luxurious sitting room comes up. Um, grabs a uh, a cup of some kind of liquid that you can't tell what it is from the bar has a brief whispered conversation with the with Navarre and then heads back into the other room Jean-Jacques the floor is yours yeah so I'll go um well I think it's always interesting to start at the beginning and I thought I'd tell you the tale of how we've met the some of us here anyway, how this whole journey began. And I'll go into telling the story of how I... I won't tell all the details why I left uh, North Dyke, okay. but how I left North Dyke, like what were my travels, uh, you know, facing bandits and, and you know, wild beasts, maybe like a, a, a magical enemy here or there, and um, how... And, and as I'm doing this, as I'm telling the story, I will cast um dancing lights and they use the four lights as much as i can to like represent like 
key moments, maybe like figures combating and you know whatever, okay. and then I'll simultaneously as I'm concentrating on the dancing lights, cast prestidigitation to do like sound effects, uh, you know, the smell of the sea, that sort of thing to make it really, really mm -hmm. like, uh, engaging. And when I get to the point of how we actually met, I will tell the story, but there's going to be a slightly different perspective where it wasn't JJ that uh, was uh, trapped and escaped. It was actually Barnack and how JJ was infiltrating the inn and he found Barnack trapped. You know, they met after many years and rekindled their mm. friendship and then how they went on okay. to um, become the Ashenhards. Okay. I see Barnack might Just have something the, to yeah, say. That's, that's the <laughs> only variation in the story from the original. Okay. I would yeah. like you to make a wisdom saving throw as you're making it, as you're telling this. Yeah. Yeah. With advantage. Yeah, yeah. Barnack will look at you while you're while you're telling that variation, like trying to see whether he should intervene intervene and say, Hey, that's not true. That's like twenty. Okay. There's uh, the, JJ just looks like he's telling an honest story. Like he he's not like he you know, when he sees looking at you he kind of nods like you know, yeah, that's you you know, you're welcome again for that type of, of, of Expression. I, 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 uh, I do not, I do not think that's, that's how it went, Jean-Jacques. You are the one beaten up and bloody. Um, Myra, you might not know this, but we actually saved Jean-Jacques. He's now telling, oh, I know I, I had. I know I had two 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 gins already, but that wasn't Tani, please back me up, come on. Tani. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. We saved Jean Jacques. That's my yeah, Jean Jacques was. I don't I'm fairly sure that's not what happened. I came looking for you to watch hold and I tracked you down to that tavern which was also the place where my leads were taking me, and what do you mean? That's not how it. He kind of like shakes his head, slightly it, confused. It's not. It's JJ. You were you were captured by by the tavern owner. You you were tortured there. Don't you remember? Kind of like frowns and um, my apologies. I, I seem to have bungled my story. I, yeah, I think you're right, Barnick. Yeah, that's 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 how it happened. Yeah, but I we still fought. Yeah, we still fought together. So, what that was exactly Mr. that was the only variation in this yeah. story. Yeah, the, what what Mr. JJ said that's very correct, Mr. Sordenbrand. We fought together at least that part was true, and and we kicked ass. Interesting. Very interesting, and he says with a lingering look at Jean Jacques. And then to Barnack, and then to the others. Where did you come from before you arrived here? Uh, asking us, everyone? Yeah, all of you. Oh, well, Jean-Jacques said it, we're from Watchhold. You came here straight from Watchhold? Pretty much. Well... 
with a few little detours, but uh, we we went to to JJ. Where did we go? We went to to Pastitia. Right. Yeah, we went to Pastitia. <laughs> we went to Pastitia. Right. That seems about right. And then we came here. That he yeah, so so does Bar is Barnack like genuinely not remembering or is he like no he it he's still doing the not telling everything that's why okay, he, okay, okay, he yeah, yeah, added so. characters into his story so he's oh, yeah, not yeah, telling yeah. everything um well yeah i will say you two you two specifically probably know each other well enough to to pick up on that i would imagine for myra it is perhaps a little harder um so this is just a super confusing set of circumstances in which a lot of lies are being spun about um while patrick just watches sips on his gin um his book is on the table he's just got one hand on it and he is just highly amused uh and looking around scratching the cat behind the ear um and just generally seeming to be enjoying himself i'm gonna get up from the table and see i'm sorry to leave these chairs are just terribly uncomfortable I think I saw a nicer sitting room in there. I think I'm gonna go head in there and sit for a little bit. Of course. I'm I'm certain. Navarre, you won't mind, will you? And she just shakes her head. Uh, enjoy yourself. Uh, perhaps we can exchange stories later. Of course. Excellent. Um, when I go in and I see that she's sitting there, I'll take the. Okay. I'll just move the map a little bit. There we go. Okay. Um, anything else you want to do, or just sit there for now? You can also well, you can also do this uh, over Discord if you if you prefer. I haven't decided what I'm gonna do yet. Okay. I know I'm watching her. Okay, so you sit down. Like, you yeah. keep hearing the voices from the table. Um, what are you guys at the table doing? Um, I have a. I I'll ask a question, the same question you did. Where did you come from? Well, before this, I was actually in the wastelands up north, um, doing a little uh, hazardous magical waste cleanup. You know, the type that those in our profession are especially proficient at. You call it slaying monsters. And I came straight from there. And he just kind of blinks for a moment and then nods. Oh, this, this gin is... It is very good, isn't it? Yeah, but I... I, I haven't had gin in a while. Uh, we could play gin I'll, instead. I'll, I'll, I'll ask like JJ for another like, uh, glass. To play it. To play it basically differently. So, as it, do you pour me a glass, JJ? Sure. Yeah. yeah, so you pour me a glass and I'll like take like a huge sip, like just to show it, and then say, oh, I'm getting a bit dizzy, but JJ must know. I, when I get dizzy, I completely forget things. But what year is it, Mr. Sword and Land? Do you know, I don't rightly know. I haven't been keeping track very well. When did we have the riots? few years ago when did we have the riots I think JJ would it's like know. 25 years ago or more Ooh. 
The last time riots happened in Postizia was the the Red September uprising. Right. Um, which which turned quite dark. Um, and uh, I'm trying to remember the timeline. That was before. So let me Eritrea, quickly grab the timeline. Right? That was. Um, I have the timeline here. One second. So it goes. Um, sorry, not Red September. The Winter Uprisings uh, in. Okay. Um, the year 19 of the new era. You are now... Last that you knew, you were in the 15? year 51. 51. <laughs> right, right. Of course. Um, right. Maybe more than a few years ago. Ten years ago. So, I don't know. I really haven't been paying attention. I've just been working right, uh, and well, trying to stay out of politics. Yeah. I'll leave that to... Well, not the missus, but the lady. And that her old dear. Now this is the um, the bull you're looking to go back to once you're done with uh, adventuring. One day. That will be a good story. Well, mm. may, may we inquire her name? He thinks for a moment. Why? So one of you handsome devils can steal her before I get do you back? Think, do you think that I can do that? Like, I don't know. Honestly. I find you quite charming. I'm certain she will thank as you. well. Thank you. I don't think so. But thank you. Of course. And I will not be going back to Postizia anytime soon. Her name is Elena. Nice name. It, it is. is indeed. It suits her very well. Well, I'll go take. I'll excuse myself for a moment. I need to visit the. Of course. It is. Uh, he actually like looks over and he points back towards your bedchamber and he says it's mm. down there and then to the left at the end of the hall on the right. Thank you. And I'll when I get up, I'll basically. Turn to Jean-Jacques when no one is looking. At least I'll try to get it when no one's looking. Okay. Like, even if it's across the hall or something. Like, if you I'll could try to... quickly first make a constitution saving throw. Yes. That's good. And the other thing, right? Yes. Is it for that? Uh, well? No, it's just for... No, it's not for that. Okay. So then, constitution saving throw is... Uh... Two, so 19 in total. Uh, 19, okay. Um, yeah, you can do that fine. Um, so then make a sleight of hand check to uh, yes. to stealthily address Jandra because you're, you know, walking behind and then past Patrick. Mm -hmm. Well, stealth of hand I have good, so that's good. Well, not great, but it's good. Sleight of hand plus 4, 12 plus 4, 16. Okay. Okay, um, so what do you want to communicate to Jean-Jacques? So I want to show him. And I'll turn the corner. Okay, uh, just to be just to clarify, it was only the tapping of the forehead, right? Yeah, I'm just okay. tapping of her. So like, it, no one would probably even know. I'll just tap the forehead, like. Okay. And then just leave. Okay. <laughs> I address him and I say, um, you mentioned per possibly a game of gin, but. Could I interest you in the game of Dragon Chess instead? 
I've got my set on me and... Is this why you've been trying to get me drunk? Again, I see what you've been doing. Of course, please, well, set it up. Well, to be fair, I've drank at the same amount. All right, you have, but uh, undoubtedly yeah. you're more familiar with this particular drink than I am. Um, but please but, do set it up. I do have a... Uh, and he kind of pats around and he uh, reaches behind himself and he produces a small coin pouch which he sets on the table. Um, and uh, he nods to you and says, uh, we can play for a few coins if you like. Sounds perfectly amenable to me. And I'll, you know, match whatever he's putting forward. As I'm setting the board up, I will go to kind of do what I always done, which is to subtle spell my message cantrip. Okay. But I won't, like, I find myself being unable to. So I just, I, I don't cast the spell. I just kind of try to do the thing in my mind mm -hmm. where I, I access my inner, but then nothing happens. So there's like, a, you know, a little bit of confusion in JJ's mind, but he doesn't outwardly show it very much, okay. at least. Now, let me just see how well he doesn't show it. Yeah, it's a 23 deception check too. That'll work. Play it often. Yeah. So I won't send a message to Barnack. Yeah. Okay. And and you hear in, in the bathroom, you hear just a voice whispering to itself something. Like, well, J -J -J actually, Barnack, um, I was going to say as you walk away, I mean, I whispered this to you as well, but uh, um, please roll sorry. a perception check before you make it to the bathroom. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And that's with the other thing. Yeah. So, you set up the table as Barnack is, is departing. Uh, Myra is in the next room over. If you cast a look over your shoulder, you see her reading. Um, from a book that you've seen her read from before, and um, yeah, uh, Sword and Brand just puts forward probably like a few silver coins um, to to bet on this particular game, and um, I have no idea how Dragon Chess is actually played, so uh, we will we, make I it mean, a game I, I of, have... of bluff. Uh, okay. So on each round, you can essentially try to out bluff each other um, with some persuasion sure. and deception rolls. Yeah. I, I mean, there is the the tool dragon chest set that you can use, but I think it's yeah, it's fun, too complicated. So. Uh, it's yeah. all good. Uh, so yeah, you are now playing dragon chest with Patrick Sword and Brand. Um, as Tani watches, I will say she's been sparse with her gin, um, and um, make a perception check real quick, Shashak. Nineteen. Uh, she looked a bit, um, interested in the coin pouch. For some reason. Okay, I'll check out the coin pouch as well. Okay. Like, with my, visually, right? I yeah, mean, like... visually, there's nothing that stands out to you. Yeah, I'll just kind of... I'm, I'm not sure what she... Uh, I'm assuming that she caught something, right? I won't... Um, yeah. I'm going with the with the sort of most logical way of thinking mm -hmm. and assume that she saw something that I didn't yep. versus attributed to anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milos, there's another message coming. Just yeah, I'm, 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 just, I'm just going to clarify. Yeah, my Discord is just... 
dying for some reason. There we go. Okay. Um, so, just real quick, uh, as it's getting set up, Myra, um, anything you want to, to be doing? Uh, just what I've been doing. I'll, like, occasionally glance back to the table if I can see them to make sure they're still all sitting there. Okay. Um, or at least some of them are sitting there. Yeah. Uh, you are aware of Jean-Jacques and Tani um, and Felix, uh, who is actually probably scooted over with his little uh, mini makeshift bed um, to watch the game of Dragon Chess play out. Okay. Um, Jean-Jacques, what do you want to... Do you want to talk to him about something during the game? I think I, I, for, for at least the beginning, I'll kind of just do small talk, like, you know, nothing super specific. Sure. Like, you know, how's you know, you know, time here? What's your favorite type of, you know, what's the best food that you can find at the inn and so on and so forth? Um, kind of try to lead the conversation towards him opening up a little bit more as to, like, what is his skill set and, you know, that type of thing, like, you know, maybe I mentioned, like, learning my tricks, like mm. the ones that I used in the story, and, you know, how useful that's been, and, like, you know, do you have any tricks of that kind yourself, and so on and so forth, right? Okay. Just kind of to try and lead the conversation, but, um... Hmm. I'm trying to think well, what's the best way to... I will yeah. say, uh, Barnack, unless you want to do something back there you can come back you know once Jacques is really in the middle of small talk uh, mm -hmm. and Sword and Brand is just probably telling you um, that he mainly uh, you know from a young age um, he's got like a, a minor nobleman father who turned into a merchant and um, he was trained quite well in, in fighting and that sort of thing that's where he got into adventuring uh, so he's quite skilled with a blade and with, with the hammer and axe and everything um, but he also has a, a, quite an interest in um, some of the new work that's being done at the universities, such as um, magical technology and um, that sort of thing. Uh, and he kind of explains, you know, some of the scars that he has are from his own tinkering and experimentation with um, various things that he found from the ruins of, of different elven uh, outposts in the north, which if his time frame is correct, would have been much more abundant than they are today, because of course the most easily accessible ones have all been plundered in the meantime. Yeah. I mean, I think that probably sounds a little bit familiar to JJ, because I think he spent his like early to late 20s expeditioning in the same area. Yeah, yeah. To to an extent, right, from North Dyke. I don't know. Yeah, like, definitely. Probably not as deep, because he was not as experienced and stuff, but mm -hmm. also probably in larger groups where he could yeah, uh, blend in. And I think he shares a little bit about himself being very proficient with the blade. Okay. And how he's always enjoyed merging that with his magical capabilities to kind of learn this this unique style. And um, how did you come to be interested in this particular art? Well, um, as you said yourself, there are many uh, elven ruins up in the north, and I was lucky enough to stumble into one with a group of fellow adventurers where uh, I uncovered a manuscript of sorts detailing the a specific version of um, elven battlecraft um, and I was quite taken about with it I had initiated my studies as uh, as you maybe 
have been able to experience yourself with uh, some of our finest state tutors uh, that were available, and I had become relatively proficient in the magical arts, but this really drew me drew me in, and I, I wanted to explore reawakening this um, ancient form of, of emerging between combat and, and magic, and uh, yeah, I haven't been able to pull myself away ever since. Fascinating. Um, please make a wisdom saving throw with advantage. Twenty-three. All right. The same thing happens as before, which is nothing. Yeah, right. kind of like shrugs a little bit. Is there anything that I can tell about the sensation? Like, does it feel like a, an external influence is? Uh, it's it's the feeling of looking at a screen for too long. Your eyes okay, feel so a little it's heavy. Just general You're fatigue. Like, like. Yeah, everything is just like briefly woozy, and then it's gone. Mm. Okay, kind of just like. Shrug it off. Is Barna coming back? I think yes. He... I was. Yeah, I was. I was. I. I basically came back. So Barna yeah. comes back, sits down, enjoys the conversation a bit more. Looks at how the chess, how chess is played. Doesn't understand it one bit. Keeps looking at how they're how you two are playing it, and um, then like looks at Jean Jacques a bit like. Expectantly, I'm like, I'm just stretching. Yeah, he just gives you a very brief, like, okay. wave of the head. Okay, um, then I'll turn to, to Swordbrand and say, um, Mr. Swordbrand, I have another question, if I may. Of course. Uh, you, you said you've been here for a while. Sometimes. Who is that, yeah, who is that other patron that just left when we came in? The other person, man. Um, oh, you mean Peleus? Yeah, Peleus is a bit of an odd duck. Um, he takes some getting used to and uh, some convincing to tell his stories, but very fascinating stuff. You know, I really never thought I would meet elves again, but um, this is uh, fascinating. And um, they can tell some very interesting stories about their homeland. I see. It is fascinating indeed. I was sure we'd never see elves again. Yes. You see him briefly kind of look around as if considering something and then says, quite curious. Quite curious. But we should seize upon the opportunity, right? And perhaps, like I said, I will write my book here. Perhaps you will write a book here. I think maybe, this is maybe a prime you, opportunity. Maybe you could... Write a journal, not a book. A full book would be. You would need more time. A journal. Me. Yeah. What would I do with a journal? Well, whatever you experienced, you could write in it. But I've got my head. Of course, but this is to share with other people, your stories. Would I not then write a book? Well, maybe not writing writing a book is for everyone. I wouldn't write a book. I would not I think I would write the, a book, but the intricate details of, of storytelling. I, I think Barnack, you're suggesting that Patrick here writes an autobiography. Sure. Now that would be a very interesting book, I think, if I do say so myself. <laughs> sure, sounds like it. But 
I don't know if I'm ready yet. I still have, uh, what did they used to say? A few more giants to slay, dragons to wrestle, continents to discover. Ancient wizard towers to pass through, right? He kind of gives him like a knowing smile. No, that's not something I was planning. Why? Do you know of the location of one? Well, I had just assumed that that's how you got here, no? No. No, I don't think so. What wizard's oh. tower did you come through? Oh, it was just, uh... The... A tower on an island near Pastizia. Tower on... The, the cursed tower? Nobody goes there. How did you... I mean... Very kind of, like, practically speaking, like, just walk up to this inn from yeah, a town you traveled here from, from the Northlands, like I said. Right, right. Apologies, I just assumed we'd come here in the same way. Yes, I, I didn't know there were any wizard's towers that lead here specifically. Or nearby. Is there a, a waypoint somewhere? A lost teleportation circle? It, of sorts. Hmm. Fascinating. You must show me sometime. I'd be very interested. But not soon. I still have a few more ah. stories to write, I think. Of course. Well, whenever you're interested, I'd be more than happy to Thank you. take you. I appreciate that very much. In the meantime, um, in the other room, um, Myra, you said you were getting up uh, to introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a bad idea. Okay, so, yeah, she, she kind of was giving you glances over her shoulder a bit, uh, looking around, sitting very comfortably. Like with these other elves, her age is impossible to place. You know, she could be 50, she could be 500 years old, you have no idea. Um, but as you sit down, uh, she smiles, and um, she speaks words in a language that you do not understand. Yeah. Uh, I'll just reply in. Well, she looks elvish. So I'll reply in elvish. Sorry, I don't understand you. Oh, my apologies. I didn't know that. Uh... Never mind. I was saying I am Viesa. It's wonderful to meet you. What brings you here? And of course, what is your name? I'm Myra. Um, we were just passing through the area and. Happened upon the inn and thought we would take a rest. Of course. I understand it is a lovely place. I've been finding so, so much rest here. Do you enjoy it so far? This is very nice. Isn't it? She looks around. I'm very pleased I found this place. I never expected it. And she just kind of wistfully stares off into the other part of the room. Myra's being just as awkward as me. Okay. Um. <laughs> That's okay. Can I just ask her, how did you find this place? Oh. Do you know that I don't remember? It's been such a long time now. 
I've spent, I think, several years here already. It's just such a nice place, you know? The people are nice. They have interesting guests. The food is good. I don't know wherever I would go. And I can't remember how I got here. But it's not important, is it? I'm happy here. Yes, it's not that important if you're happy and there's shelter and conversation to be had. Precisely. And on the topic of conversation, what's your story? How did you get here? You know, I think I was half asleep through most of it and don't really remember it well. Ah. Did you come from we a party or a fight? You seem like the type that oh. would come from a fight, perhaps. Well, it might have been a party that turned into a fight. Oh, interesting. There's really nothing you can remember. Remember. I remember being outside. And then we took a little bit of a nap. And then we're like, we'll go in. That makes more sense. But Wait. Now you rested here. outside of the, the inn? Yeah. What what compelled you to do that? It's fascinating. Choices Sometimes young people just make. like seeing the stars. Ah, oh. oh, the stars. They are beautiful. I think. I only see them through the window. Sometimes. Sometimes it gets a little dark. Anyway, uh, you don't go for walks outside the tavern. No, there there is apparently some sort of creature outside that can be dangerous, and the others are more than capable of handling themselves. But I am, I am only a frail old woman. I uh, I don't have that sort of thing in my bones anymore, you know. Once upon a time, I, I traveled from court to court, and I befriended kings, but now I just want to sit here, enjoy myself, and enjoy all the comforts that this place has to offer. And she reaches over, and like from the armrest next to her, she grabs a, a goblet of wine, and she just takes a sip. I'll like take my gin that I still have and like take a sip. Okay. I have to have terrible charisma and be bad at this. <laughs> okay, well, we can briefly switch back to the table. Yeah. Uh, so, in the meantime, the three of you do hear uh, voices, quiet voices, come from the more luxurious sitting room uh, below you. The, the floor is uh, yours. Um, Mr. Sorenrad, do you know who is in this room? Behind us, or rather, there. Um, ah, that would be um, Lady Viesa. You're free to go and meet with her if you like. She has quite a few interesting stories to tell, but you may need to give her some time to jog her memory. Oh, uh, I have I have another story that I wanted to share with you. Of course, please. I would be delighted. It's a really good one. And I will completely fabricate 
me killing a dragon. Okay. Then I would like you to roll, let's say... How... Okay, on a scale of... This is going to be a weird one. one. To, on a scale one of to 1 100. to 9, how okay. elaborate is this story? It's Barnack, so... It's... Before you answer, can I assist? Um, Like, filling in some gaps and kind of helping him set him uh, up. I will the, say you can... Well, no, I will say you have to roll an insight check first. Ah, uh, against the DC I set. Okay. So have you said it? I have. Nine. Okay. You can assist, and it will grant him a plus two to the roll, but not full advantage, because it takes you, like... It's, you know, trying to fill in the gaps in someone's story that's completely made up, you inevitably end up navigating slightly in different ways, and then Barnack has to, like, correct you because he intended something else, etc. Yeah, um, I'll take it. Barnack, on that scale of 1 to 9, what was your number? Uh, it's Barnack's, so it won't be super intricate, but it's, he will still try really, really hard. So, let's say uh, a 6. Okay. Then I would like you to make two deception checks for me. Okay. Both with the plus two from Jean-Jacques on top. And with the other thing as well. Yes. Plus two from JJ? Let me just check. I don't think I have any uh, anything else there. Right? Of course, it's Barnack. You said... Uh, deception. Which? Deception. Yeah. Uh, deception is... Yeah, zero. So, plus two from JJ. And the other thing, mm -hmm. uh, that is a 12. Okay, for 12 for the total. first one. Yeah. You start to see some skepticism in, like, amused skepticism. Oh, this skepticism. one's much better. So, I rolled a 19. Plus 2 from JJ, it's 21. Okay. Uh, in total, 20. Okay. Um, Soderbrand continues to look slightly bemused as you, as you get through the story. Um... You're not completely sure that he actually buys it, but at the same time, um, outwardly, he completely seems to accept it. So either he's indulging you, or he just actually believes you. Um, but he, you know, he kind of like interjects with the appropriate wows and asking, mm -hmm. you know, minor questions and everything. Um, and then at the end, I suppose he will say, and what was the dragon's name again? Uh, 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 rock That's a very good name. Nice. Um, he nods for a moment and says, uh, "It's not a name I've heard before, but very impressive." Red, you said, right? Red. They are fierce beasts. Very dangerous. Oh, they are. This is Magnus all over again, Chancy. Mm -hmm. Um, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, there's a brief pause, um, and uh, Sword and Brand is smiling at you, and he just like claps you on the shoulder. Uh, well told, my friend. Well told. Uh, Thank you. I have make a lot of saving throw. <laughs> oh, shit. That's uh, eighteen in total. Okay. Um, 
Let me check. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll say this now publicly for anyone who gets who who succeeds who you've succeeded you feel the same what i just described to you to nicola uh yeah staring at the screen too long brief fatigue your yeah. eyes get heavy and then woof, and then it's gone and you're fine yeah that, that was a story but yeah um i'll just sit around a bit and listen to your stories mr sword and Brand. they seem also very interesting Oh, indeed. How about I tell you about the time that I helped chase a cyclops from an island in the mid-sea? That seems very interesting. I have a question before that, though. Do you know of any bears? Bears? Yeah, mechanical bears. Have you ever met a mechanical bear? I cannot say that I have. But that's a fascinating okay. idea. Hmm. And he opens the book, and you like you see that in the back he's actually stuffed a smaller kind of notebook, and he opens it, and he just begins kind of sketching. Um, but as he flips through, um, the three of you at the table can make a perception check. So if you could roll one for Tani as well. Yes. Yowza. Uh, Twenty-two with a natural twenty. Nice. Perception from Jesse for Tani. Perception is three. Okay. So first for me, mm -hmm. that's a 20 in total, not natural. So dirty 20. And for Tani, it's nine, 19. Right? Okay. So all of yeah. you, actually. Um, and he's, it's probably also because he's not h actively hiding. He's just, you know, it's his notebook. Um, but as he's flipping through it, you see that there is a batch of pages in the beginning that look older that um, have like really intricate drawings of different like devices and ideas and things like that and even things that he's ob observed in nature really well done then he gets to like maybe the five last pages that have been filled in and you see similar attempts but with the skill of a small child very simplistic drawings very basic um like, it, like, as if you asked a three-year-old to replicate a, a technical drawing. And as he begins now, he produces a, a small pencil. And as he begins to, to, to sketch, like, what you think is supposed to be a bear, it is, again, one of these simplified drawings. He doesn't seem to notice the difference. Yeah. Um... Uh, Tani, may you keep company to our guest just for a moment? I need to ask JJ something. Um, um uh, okay. That's my best and, Tani impression. Yeah, and I'll, like, grab JJ by his coat and, like, basically drag him okay. with me. Just have a question with... You hear the voice from behind the bar and the bar just goes, hey, Is everything all right? Yeah, I had Yeah, I had issues in the bathroom. It's fine. This oh. is my friend for Oh, Don't I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know you were that kind of friends. Please continue. No, not like that. It's that different kind of issues. It's uh, you fine. did it yourself, Barnack. You yeah, I know. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Listen. Please Listen. Drag him away. Yeah. yeah, drag him away where no one can hopefully hear us. I know. Uh that one. JJ. There isn't a huge there's a huge issue here. Um so 
I felt something when I was telling this story. Like I was getting like tired. But that's not yeah, that's not what why, why I dragged here. First of all, why didn't you you couldn't send your message thing? No, I I was right in front of Sword and Brighton, so Oh, okay. That's okay. Doesn't matter. Did you see his drawings and everything? I did, yeah. He it looks like what you have as well. Looks like well, kinda. It looks like his journal. Not the drawings themselves, but it looks like his scribbles are there. What if you give him his journal? I'll open up the journal uh, okay. real quick, and I'll leave through it and see if there are any drawings. Okay. Um, okay. So, quick question. Uh, I, I uh, meant like you... scribbles. Are you guys like actually carrying all of your gear with you, or did you leave some in the room? I think we left most of it in the room. So um, did you? I thought. I mean, I I'm not. Barnett I'm not disagreeing that you have it with you. I'm just asking. Oh, no, yeah, no, we could. I yeah, we could. We could go back to the room yeah, then. That's. Let's I, I thought you we dragged me back to the room. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. If you go back to the room, that's. Uh, but that's important because I need you both to make perception checks as you approach the room. Okay. Um, Myra, uh, you do briefly see Barnac and Jean Jacques heading away from the table towards the rooms. Okay. As long as I don't see Connie get up, it'll be fine. Okay. Miller for another natural one, I would assume. But with plus five, in total, just so you know, Kevin, it's two. Nice. Okay, so that's terrible. Uh, Jean-Jacques? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, I thought you said fifteen. I forgot well. what I rolled. Yeah, I thought yeah. you said fifteen, but I hadn't like yeah, locked yeah. it in my head. Okay. Uh, on top of that, um, as you guys are moving away, you begin to hear Tani tell the story of when uh, she and Kor um, pantsed Barnak in the streets of Postitia. Um, Myra, you also hear this story. Uh, she's telling it quite nervously, and Barnak, or rather Milos, could you roll a wisdom saving throw with advantage for Tani, please? As you guys uh, approach, Barnak, you don't notice this, so you can go ahead and roll that for Tani. Jean-Jacques, uh, you briefly see the figure here of the other guest uh, turning the corner again. He's never been back in the main room, but he still turns the corner. Uh, you see his back just disappearing around the corner as you approach. Okay. What was the saving throw for Tani? Yes, uh, natural 20. That's okay. Didn't um, say anything. Tani briefly pauses in the middle, but uh, otherwise continues. Um, you guys get to the door of the room. Um, anything you want to do before you enter? Just checking. Um, well, now that you've asked, I will just look at... I'll, I'll really briefly, like, turn to each side of the corridor and I'll look if, to see if the door's been tampered with. Okay, um, make an investigation check. 20, 30. Um, you notice, um, so it's it's got like a, a brass handle on the door, and um, you notice that there are some, there, there are quite a few smudges on the door, which is not consistent with um, the little use that it's seen. You've opened it once and closed it once, and that's it. Well, twice, I guess, but that's it. Um, I don't know what it means, uh, but yeah, it looks like someone's touched it recently. Very recently. Okay. That isn't you. Okay. I'll just, being overly careful, do like a 
I'll I'll put the the sleeve of my robe over my palm when I touch the handle. Okay. Just yeah, in case there's anything on there. Okay. Um, it opens without issue. Uh, nothing happens. Napoleon's in there. Napoleon is in there, head up and turned, sitting guard. Uh, as you enter, though, Napoleon does put its head back normally and kind of comes over and then stands at the ready next to the door, looking up at you, waiting. Okay. Did anybody enter the room while we were gone, Napoleon? Okay. Did somebody try? Hmm. Are you awake all this time? That's really nice for my neck, actually. Let's do that more. <laughs> there you go. Helping you stretch. Yeah. So I, I guess we repeat the first part of our conversation, and then yeah. I retrieve the journal from my belongings. Yeah, sounds good. So yeah, you've got the journal there. And I leaf through it to see if there are any other drawings. Um, you find similar types of drawings, but much more spread out throughout. And from the look of this journal, it is probably several years old, but um, it has a different look and feel than the, the notebook that he was writing in. Um, mm -hmm. And there's definitely m many actual journal entries, you know, like describing days yeah. or weeks or investigations and things like that. Um, gotcha. Compared okay. to the, the journal or the notebook that you just saw, which was purely based on like actual drawings. Um, yeah. 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 It's like a sketch pad versus yeah. a journal. Essentially, yes. So, so Shanjar, do you think he can, he might, do you think he, he seems not to remember everything about himself? He does seem like he's not remembering everything, yes. I think he said Eleanor is just waiting for him to, to get married someday, but they're already yeah. married. Unless he just considers for them many not married years. yet or something. No, I, I, I get a feeling that he's lost. A bunch of his memories. Do you think if you were to give him his journal back, it might jog his memories? As you guys are talking, and Jean-Jacques briefly hesitates, Barnack, you feel Napoleon trying to push past you a little bit. Napoleon just steps up in front of the now-closed door and just puts his head towards that direction for a moment, and then its eyes flash brief red. And you watch as one of the paws comes up and just covers the front of his uh, of his muzzle towards us. So we like mm -hmm. yeah. just can we hear movement outside the door? No. I will stomp out of the door, like the door cracks open like a whip. And you find an empty hallway. As he looks, uh, as, as Napoleon looks, um, turns its head towards the hallway, again stands still for a moment, turns left, turns right, turns back left again, then backs up, looks at you. So just, you know, this is obviously my hand instead of a paw. Um, but yeah, it but actually like, covers the you know mouth and nose stuff, yeah. uh, as well yeah, yeah. as it can. Okay. Um, okay, so I will 
motion for Barnack to close the door. Outside or inside? Inside. Oh, okay. And then I'll cast message and say, perhaps we could continue our conversation this way. Okay. So I'll keep casting. Yeah, I, I, back we'll, we'll just assume that you're essentially just spam yeah, casting message, first, and yeah. you know you just keep going back and forth. It's a bit of a yeah. stunted conversation at first, until you get used to the cadence. But you do manage to uh, yeah. to use it consistently. <clears throat> yeah. So I'll say, um, to be honest, I don't believe so. If the nature of the the loss of memory is magical or, or mystical and kind, I don't think that reading his journal entries will fully recover them. I would expect that he would just be like, look, this is an interesting read. I don't who was... I, I don't know. I, I think it could produce problems. Let's, let's, let's leave the tavern for a few for a few minutes, just. And let's talk there. I mean, tavern's open. He told okay. us we could leave any any time. We should just leave, <clears throat> go to the woods, talk normally, and then we can come back. All right. Take Napoleon for a walk, I guess. Yeah, Napoleon. Do you think that you'd like to go for a walk? Napoleon pauses for a moment, pauses, huh? and then <clears throat> just covers its mouth again, then puts the foot down, and stands and waits. Okay, so I guess we go out the. Service entrance that okay. we were led in through. Yeah. Um, as you start to come down, and of course, Napoleon does have some heavy footfalls, uh, you do catch sight of the uh, additional guest standing now in the doorway, just watching you. And as you come by, uh, just smiles and inclines his head. Smile back at them. Leaving so soon. I'm just going for a walk. Want to um, oh. give a bear. A stretch of the paws. Of course. Well, perhaps when you return we can speak a little. That'd be wonderful. And he returns to his chambers. <clears throat> you leave the building uh, and go for a walk. Um, while you do that, let's quickly check back in yes. with Myra. Uh, how are you doing Hello. over here? Um, probably making awkward conversation. Mm -hmm. Um... A hundred percent. Probably won't. Well, I will do my best to avoid telling stories. Okay. Um, like in the traditional story okay. way sort of thing. So you, you make some small talk with Viesa. Um, you know, who, as you talk to her more, you definitely realize that she is older, even for an elf. Um, and at, at some point... You know, after a few minutes, Tani's like in the middle um, of her con of her conversation. She's gotten a little more comfortable. You hear her laugh even, along with Patrick, uh, about um, depancing Barnack, and um, Viesa comes over and actually gestures for the seat beside you on this like long couch, um, and says, uh, "May I sit with you?" Uh, sure. And as she sits down. Um, she produces a fairly small but well-bound um, book, as far as you can tell. And she opens it, and within you see different uh, portraits that some have been painted, and others 
almost look like photographs on the page, like actual uh, real um, still images of yeah. people. And she just starts to flip through and she says, would you please look at these and tell me, do you, do you recognize anyone here? I know it's, it's a very long shot, but um, I don't remember most of these people, even though I should. And she just kind of flips through and she comes, scoots over a little closer to you, um, you know, to the point where like your elbows touch sometimes. Um, do you do anything? in response yeah. to this behavior uh, I'll like flip through and look at them and see if I do recognize anyone Okay. Um, I'm assuming I'm not going to but you know Okay. Uh, a make a history check B make a wisdom saving throw with advantage history holy shit natural 20 for history so I think nice. that's a 23 because I have yes I do okay okay interesting mm -hmm. Why do I have a plus one? Oh, because my intelligence isn't negative. For some reason, I thought I had a negative intelligence, too. <laughs> it's just exciting charisma. Okay, okay. Uh, You're spending too much time in this group. <laughs> a wisdom saving throw? Yeah. With uh, 28. Okay. Um, 18, so you briefly also feel that fatigue roll over you and then wash away like nothing happened. Um, but perhaps this escapes you a little bit as you are fascinated by the pictures that she shows you, um, the ones that you recognize are not because you know them, but because you've read about them. There are, in this book, um, pictures of several kings and queens, legendary ones of the elves that um, lived in days past, essentially, hundreds of years ago in some cases. And in fact, um, though you don't recognize the calendar that's used to denote the the years of their reign in the in the picture book, um, you do recognize the names and you deduce that it's it's been quite some time. Um, so you, the two of you can chat a bit about that uh, if you share that information, um, and you oh, see sometimes like a bit of a bit of a spark of recognition, but to her to Viesa, none of these uh, become familiar even as you talk. I'll just like explain what I know about the the ones I recognize. Okay, she she briefly like after the third or fourth one, she just pauses for a moment. She looks at you very intently with with a sort of pleading look. She says, "How do you know so many things? Uh, have you have you met them? Are you um, are you secretly I've one read of us? One of elves. You don't." seem to be but are you in disguise oh. perhaps no um red book oh. i see perhaps you'll tell me more and she just begins flipping through the pages again yeah. different faces um don't trust this thing to me at the same time. I want to hug her. I feel really bad. I hate it. Um, I don't trust anyone here, she, especially uh, not Barnack. She kind of pauses again um, on a page of what seems to be a, a young male elf uh, with like you know a beautiful flower crown and everything. And you see that she kind of hovers her hand over the page, shaking slightly. 
which just kind of touches it and there's a tear in her eye but she doesn't say anything do I recognize that uh, not this one in particular no um, the the name written at the bottom also doesn't seem familiar to you nor does the title that is pr presumably in front you're kind of interpreting some sylvan here through your elvish uh, background um, I'll ask her to translate it um, I'm not certain but I believe that this was my son I haven't seen him in a long time and she just like instinctively goes to grab your hand for support um, do you let her? yeah okay trust uh, you I'll be the safe here Okay, uh, if you could make another wisdom saving throw, please. Mm -hmm. With mm -hmm. advantage. Thank the lady. Uh, 21. Okay. Once again, fatigue washes over you. This time you do connect it to the touch. And she, like, takes your hand. It's just a bit... Whoa. Um, but she doesn't seem to notice herself. She just holds on and just sits there shaking. Silently tearing up about her, a boy of an elf that she doesn't seem to know any longer um and yeah if you if you want to interject something then feel free but yeah on her own she's just kind of gonna sit there in apparent grief uh yeah. as you sit with her I'll, I'll just like let her grieve okay it's probably a little awkward of how to deal with it like yeah, that makes sense it's a complete stranger who's crying in like at your shoulder essentially okay um well, while you decide what you want to do next, uh, we'll return to uh, the the bear walkers uh, who have now made it outside. Um, Jean-Jacques, make another wisdom saving throw. Okay. With advantage, of course, as, as previously. 23. The effect that we discussed okay. during the week is gone. And you become and aware that it's gone. Okay. I'll just, uh... I'll just say, um... Motherfuckers? Let's... What? What did um, we do? Oh, it's it's nothing. Let's just, uh... Just walk over there. Yeah. Um... Come on, Napoleon. And, like, when we enter the woods, I'll... As, as you say, come on, Napoleon... You notice that, like, the, the shoulder plates, the metal plates on his shoulders and on his back have flared. And he looks incredibly intimidating. Um, you get the impression that Jean-Jacques' particular outburst just now uh, put him on edge. What? Wait, Napoleon, Napoleon, no, wait, wait, wait. What's happening? He just kind of stalks forward and then stops, turns. It's just... Keeps looking around very methodically. Let him do his thing. It's fine. Let's just... He does follow you if you go further into the woods. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, this is Jean Jacques. It's fine. He's he's just weird sometimes like that. Uh but Napoleon, do you think we can speak here? Can you check? Napoleon, like you, you hear the metal clacking of the, the plates settling back down. Um You ask that question and Napoleon just stares stares at you. Okay, good. Good. 
Jean-Jacques. Wait, 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 wait. Just, you, you asked him a very complicated question again. He, he doesn't respond to do you think, right? Right. So, Napoleon. Can, can we talk here, Napoleon? I mean, this is, this is sort of the English teacher's joke. Can you go to the bathroom? Yes, can you? Yeah. Um, Napoleon, is there anybody around us? Pauses. Okay. Get asked some simpler questions, Barnack. All right. All right. Right, right, right. Okay. Anyway, that place seems really nice. That's not fucking nice. That that glyph that we talked about earlier. Yeah, it's that was, just that just was magic that was fucking up with my head. What? Of course, it's a problem if there's a fucking magical glyph in the middle of a room. Napoleon Dad, just you, nudges Barnack what... and does this again, covering his eyes. That's what you meant. We shouldn't have looked while we were inside. That was, yeah, it's good. But it, it seems actually pretty nice. Like I have had no, I mean, no yeah. issues inside. I've Patrick Swordbrand also seems pretty happy. The only issue is that he doesn't remember. Marrying Elena. Right. That's the you, only you issue. You didn't feel strange when you were telling your stories? I did. I felt very... At one point, I was very tired. But I don't remember exactly what story I was telling. I don't don't you now? No, 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 wait. You, so you don't remember the story that you were telling? No, no, I just don't remember exactly what it, what it was from all the stories I told. Right, you told uh, two. I did. I told about the dragon. Right, and the other one? And the other one, yes. Mm. Yeah, it, and the other one. You, you see what happened, Barnack? Wait, I know. I only told one story. No, no, you told two, my friend. I remember speaking, but I don't. How how well what... would I remember his story, considering my sort of mental acuity? I would say fairly well. I mean, it's also a story you lived through, it's, so it's not just right. He did hand. tell it a little bit differently. He so told it a bit differently, want... yeah. So, like, probably yeah. did the additions of Orion and things like that haven't made it through as clearly, especially in your current condition. But the general gist of it is clear to you, yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll tell him like, please let me know if at any point you feel like you're remembering the story, okay? And then All I'll right. go and try and repeat the story as well as I can with the changes that were made. Barnack? Jean-Jacques is talking, but it just sounds like nothing. You don't hear the words coming out of his mouth. I know who... Jean-Jacques, you're mistaken. I know who a pirata is, and we never fought her. Why would okay. he fight a pirata? No, no, sorry. To correct, like, as... Jean-Jacques is telling you, the words literally sound like whoosh, 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 whoosh. Oh. Oh, okay. Wait. Are, am, I, am I drunk again? Okay. Jean-Jacques, please just use words. I, I've been using words for the past minute. No, you were doing like <sighs> Oh, for crying out loud. Okay. Um... Let me let me try something else. So I'll grab a piece of paper, and I'll write much shorter to conserve time. So I won't go through every single detail. I'll just focus specifically on the like statements, like 
Orion was the one that slew a pirata. A pirata was the one to um, pee on a corpse, whatever, right? Yeah. So um, I'm going to show him that. Jacques, please stop playing these games. I know you like making fun of me, but this piece of paper is completely empty. Just stop it. Fuck. You, my friend, have to stop telling stories altogether while you're inside. The memory of the story that you told is gone. You do not remember anything. I wrote the story on this piece of paper. I told you the story. May I have that piece of paper? Certainly. I'll pocket that piece of paper for later. Okay. Um... Okay, okay. This is a lot. okay, let's say that you're right and that I actually do forgot some has have forgotten something that I, I should not have. That means that that person there, Mr. Sordenbrand, he has forgotten more than this. Yes. Okay. A lot more. Fix me. But, uh you're the, the the person who knows magic. Right. Um th this isn't something that I can fix. Not right now anyway. Okay. Uh, I would need to study a lot more. Has to be me. And I'll cast protection against evil and good again. Because that's the only thing I know how to do it. Um so you cast protection against evil and good. Uh Jean-Jacques, I'm going to send you a message on Discord. Okay. Anxiously awaiting. That's it. So, the two of you stand outside with Napoleon beside you. And yeah, I cast that again uh, on myself. Okay. Very good. And I'll maybe there, fixed, and look at Jean Jacques. And I still don't remember anything. <laughs> See, I'm a better magic. No, I'm I'm shitting you. I still don't remember what you told me. This is quite a quite a uh, uh, a wagon coaster. Roller coaster. I don't know. <laughs> a wagon ride you've been. You took me on. Uh. Okay. Can you fix me then? I cannot. Not right we now. Need, we need Myra Maybe then. Myra might be able to. But there's a big. We need to figure out how we're going to take Lord Sordenbrand out of that place. Because he will not go willingly. And if we try to take him by force, I think he's going to be a very formidable opponent himself. And I, I don't, don't think so. Did you see the way he... The way he, he made those drawings? They look oh. like a novice. Right. Did you see the magical belt of giant strength on his waist? Sure. Then I'll point to the bear. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah, that... Um, okay, so we need to... Okay, so the new plan is to get him out of the... 
Okay. What is one thing that this person wants? To write a book about himself. Yes. I'm thinking maybe we can be a little bit more um, traditional. See, I got this. And I'll put out, pull out the vial of Lekispor. Oh, yeah. That I have three more uses of. Yeah. Well, actually, all of the uses. I never used it in the end. Yeah. Because I didn't get Jansu. <clears throat> yeah. This, this will knock him back to North Dyke with how hard he's going to get drunk off of it. If we can incapacitate him and then try to fight our way out of the inn while he's unconscious. I have a vial of, of spider drake poison and I have a vial of I, matriarch poison. I, I feel like both of those would kill rather than like put to sleep. And, yeah, I mean for other people in the tavern. Right. We could just like have everyone do a toast. But getting everybody to ingest it, and if it doesn't immediately kill all of them, then we'll be... I think our, our best option is stealth. Well, if we can I, you send know them I can to sleep beat. early, and then during the night, find a way to yeah. take him out of the inn. Wait. Is there a night here at all? That, and... How do we even get out of here? You know we... that there's supposed to be a doorway inside somewhere yeah. that leads out. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not on the outside as far as you've been able to tell. It's fine. We can just get him here. And then Myra can, can fix things. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, that's... Uh, this uh, is... We will need to talk to her first. I don't know if she has the magic that we need. Yeah, that's true. She needs a level 5 spell slot. Uh, I don't know. Okay. New plan. Oh boy. Um, I take eight sun drops. Nope. Inside the tavern. No. No. And nope. explode. Nope. What happens to you after you explode, Barnack? Well, you'll probably have to clean up the place from all. But yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. Listen, this is not... If I already started forgetting things, I will not trust myself anymore. So make sure not to let... Make sure not to lose your memories. Wait, do you remember? That reminds me. Do you remember, Jean-Jacques, how, how we met? Yeah, I told how the story. We, how did we meet? Who was captured? Well, I mean, the two of us met. A long time no, ago. No, no, who, who was captured? You were. And that's what you believe in? That's what happened. It didn't. No, it Did didn't. Did you what? see Tani? Yeah. Uh, just, let's... That's a different kind of problem, alright? It's... I would like everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. So, also one for Tani, please. And all with advantage. Oof. All of that. Okay. So oh, first, no. let's go for me. My guy. Okay. 
I would take I would take a picture of what I roll just so you guys see. Oh, again, it's me. one one. So there's one one, but oh, there's another Jesus. seventeen. So it's good. But this is a fourth one today. Yeah, you've been doing uh, quite impressively with the whole rolling ones thing. Yeah, and for Tani. Nicola, you okay? Just rocking it. Yeah, I just okay. Needed to look for my die that dropped to the floor. Uh, ah. Twenty. Twenty. Maya. So nineteen for me. Ninety for Barnack and Myra. Twenty-six. Twenty-six and time. And just a second, yeah. Let me just see her saying throw wisdom. You said yes. Nineteen. Okay. All of you feel this wave of fatigue begin to wash over you, stronger than before. Like you have to steady yourself against whatever is nearby. Maybe even just leaning on Napoleon or leaning on the woman beside you. Um, Myra, you hear a concerned is everything alright from the main chamber uh, as Tani gets asked the question from Patrick and then it fades as if something had passed through you almost and tried you think it tried to take something from you but failed afterwards in the inn nobody gives any indication that they felt the same thing except you guys and we Barnack. felt it yeah we felt it as well yes what was that Arnak what would you do to save your friends give my life okay I'm gonna do something stupid Okay. And then after, I need you to do everything you can to make it right. Okay, I'll at that moment like I'll do the weird motion of just like pushing my I'll shoulder his... forward. Yeah. Okay. And and there's like a the the bow just like drops into my hand. Okay. That's not, that's not a problem. Napoleon steps up beside Barnack. Stands at the ready. Um, so, since you guys have been talking, before you announce what you're going to do, I'm just going to check in real quickly with Myra. Is there anything you wanted to be doing as these um, two are outside? After that, like, wave of, you know, fatigue, I'll probably just excuse myself and go find Tani. Okay. And say maybe we should head back to the room. Alright, so that's where you'll be with Tani. Um, Viesa thanks you, pats your hand again, um, and then let's go. And you leave her alone with the with the photo book, uh, or sorry, with the picture book on the on the couch. And as you approach Tani, Jean-Jacques, what is it that, that you want to do? Okay, so I'll tell Barnack. I don't know if this will work. And whatever I do after... I'm not sure that I'll be able to. I'm not sure it'll be me. Okay? So if I run, if I try anything funny to leave you behind, you need to promise me that you'll either put me down or put me back. Put you down. You just thought. 
promise I'll do everything I can to make you back. And I will promise to put you down if I need. Okay. I'm going to give Oberon the reins. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's a brief moment as you stand there opposite Barnack. You know, probably out of, like, without even realizing it, just twirling the ring around your finger. And as you reach out and you surrender, you are suddenly no longer the driver. You are a passenger. You can see and hear as you did before. But as you think for a moment, and you want to speak to Barnack, to ask, did something change? No words come out. You speak them in your mind, and there is nothing. And you look to the side, and for a moment you see the magnificent elven figure of Oberon, clearer than ever before, in mighty silver robes. And he just nods to you, gravely, and he steps forward. And Barnack before you, Jean-Jacques blinks. And, um... In a sudden swirl of very dramatic and intricate arcane motions, the like of which you've never seen Jean-Jacques do before, he traces a pattern in the air. It solidifies almost into a rune before dissipating. Um and uh, he casts a spell that doesn't seem to have any direct effect um, but um, Jean-Jacques I'm going to send you some instructions and okay. after that um, the floor is yours essentially but with this character I hate it here. I, I broke one of the cardinal <laughs> rules of D&D. <laughs> Selling your soul? Well, never, never give a sentient magic object control. <laughs> but no, that, but that's, that that's... wave spooked me. Third time to try him. I, I considered it twice before, so this time. <laughs> there you, you go. used to know when the last time you thought of doing this was. Um. He does, um, I will say one last thing before it's completely yours. Um, Jean-Jacques produces his, what seems to be a spellbook, and in swifter than should be possible motions, inscribes two spells within the, the spellbook. Um, essentially his signature spells. So, um, that is the case. You have your instructions, uh, and uh, please proceed. You are standing opposite a dwarf and a mechanical bear. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I think, uh, firstly, the posture changes a little bit uh, to be a little bit more upright and, and like stiff as a board type of thing. His mannerisms uh, are a lot more like measured and even though Jean-Jacques is relatively the same, um, not in this particular instance anyway, and he just kind of looks down at Barnack in a way that he's never done before. Like, as if he's looking at somebody that's actually down mm -hmm. uh, from his point of view. He says, um, well, shall we proceed? Uh, question to Nicola. Did you say uh, before you gave uh, uh, gave in to Oberon, did you say it out loud? Because you said it out loud to as Nicola, I don't know if you said it out loud as JJ. No, he didn't say it out loud. Okay. Uh, Jean-Jacques, are you okay? He's fine. We've got work to do now. Follow me. And he just starts walking back to the tavern. Okay. Or the inn. Don't. Okay. There, there, Napoleon. He'll be okay. And okay. let's 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 follow him. Okay. Um. Sorry, just providing some more instruction. Uh, this is a bit sudden and unexpected for me, but. Uh, um, yeah. Break the game. Break the game. Hey, you did this, Kevin. <laughs> you you, you took the offer. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> I, I will make sure to have all all of the information completely ready uh, soon. Yep. But in the meantime, this this will suffice. So, you begin walking towards the inn. Um, where do you wanna do you wanna re-enter with Napoleon and put him back in the room? I'm yes. I'm looking at yeah I'm looking at basically. JJ, what he's doing. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys head back into the inn uh, through the, you know, quote-unquote back door and um, lead Napoleon back to the room. He is a bit reluctant in the sense that um, you have to clearly instruct him to go inside, whereas previously he just wandered inside along with you um but as soon as you do uh he does go through the door goes back into the corner and just stands there at the ready staring up at the door where you know either Jean-Jacques or Barnack um is closing it um in the meantime as they come in Myra and Tani um did you want to take Tani somewhere or just talk uh, to her? yeah I wanted to head back to the room okay so I will say probably as this has occurred uh, the two of you arrive pretty much at the same time as they're putting. Um... If Felix will follow, I'll kind of like motion <laughs> Felix, Felix is as snoring. Well. Felix is sleeping and snoring mm -hmm. very content contently. So do you want to wake fine. him up? Uh... No, I'll leave him there. Okay. <laughs> well, Patrick just like inclines his head and then sits there, opens his book again and just scratches Felix while he uh, reads his book. So... You all meet, almost by chance, in the hallway. 
Um, yeah. JJ? Myra? Do you think you can recover lost memories, Myra? I... I don't think so. Why have you guys? You guys have been telling stories, haven't you? No, 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 no. I don't know if I believe that, Barnack. I. He has been telling stories. I I heard Tony telling the pantsing story. Tony, why would you say that one? That's the most. And I was sitting there when you were telling other stories. Those were made-up stories, kinda. Did not kill a dragon? That, that I know is fake. You could never kill a dragon. You watch me, I'll go find a dragon next time we're, we're out of here. I'll find a dragon and kill it. But something's different with Jean-Jacques. Was it that wave of fatigue? Mm-hmm. Something changed. Look how she's standing. I mean, he, his posture's okay. I will say, even even whether you make light of it or not is completely your choice, obviously. But just with your passive insights and abilities and um, the way that you know Jean-Jacques, seeing him standing right now, it's like standing next to a king. At least mm-hmm. how he mm-hmm. sees himself, possibly. We can dawdle here forever. And waste time or we can do what we came here to do and get out of here i assume you don't want to dawdle no good but you seem strange something we'll deal with better. later amusing we need to find the Exit. We, we need to or find Mr. Sportenbrand and get him through it. It's not our, only our, our lives at stake here. We can deal with the memory loss at a later time. It requires some powerful magic, but nothing out of this world. Okay. Um. Sure. We have to find the exit. How do we do that? I will need some time. But I will be able to locate it. There is something off about Sword and Brand. I don't you believe... just realized that? I realized it much before you did. Something more profound than what you are referring to. I don't believe he's the real... Sword and brand. Let me see something. Um, do I have that? No, I don't. Looking creature is just a a, a, a a cleric spell, right, or a druid. Um, uh, I think Druid can do it too, yeah, but Cleric. I think it's a na- yeah, like natural spell. Yeah. Oh, Wizard does have it. Oh, nice. 
Um, as you guys are talking, you hear footsteps in the room above Tani, and the door opens, and the young elf comes out, Druvayen. Navarre comes wandering over, still idly wiping away at a mug, a different one again, but she's still cleaning a mug as she walks over. Surprisingly, Sword and Brand appears on the other side of the chamber or of the hallway. The other guest comes to close the opening. And you see behind them Jaros, the steward at the door. He's closed in as well. As they all stand there and you look around, you hear a scratching at the door as Napoleon is trying to get out towards you. All of their eyes have a slight reddish tint to them now. And for the first time, all of you notice where that now stronger smell of sulfur is coming from. Each of them has a tether somewhere connected to their body, very thin, ethereal, wispy tether of energy that runs away towards the kitchen area. Of the, of the tavern or in the case of Sword and Brand and Pelias simply up towards uh, the top of the building Jaros speaks first after a moment of silence as you all orient try to get a look at all of them well this is disappointing I really had hoped to learn a little bit more about you before it had to come to this, but I cannot let you leave. There is nothing out there for you. Stay here, and I will not hurt you. I will not torture you. We will simply coexist until the end of days comes and we are all devoured. Believe me, you will prefer the bliss over what is coming. And that's where we'll end it for this week. Um, can I say I use my emboldening bond as like he's talking because it's just sure. an action. To... Definitely, yeah. Um, on Tani, Barnack, and me. All right, Tani, Barnack, and you. Please, each. Um, I'll. Add yeah, can you make a note for for Tani and yourself? Um, yep, I'll add like. Let's go with green. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. If Myra, if you also put a green one on you, then yep. you know. Um, all right, perfect. Well, um, thank you guys so much for playing. Uh, I hope that was fun. <laughs> yes, it was. And um, <laughs> thank you guys in the chat for watching and hanging out with us. Um, we appreciate all of you guys so much. And um, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, which is finally updating with all of our old content. So from the start to now. Uh, every episode has already been uploaded and will be releasing over the next two weeks. And I suspect in about two weeks, uh, we will be completely caught up with our VODs until then. Um, so if you've missed anything or you want to rewatch anything, uh, go and check it out. Uh, we're very happy. And uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully. Is it next week still? Yes. Yeah. 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 Next week. Next week. And then we'll have a, a week break. Uh, so we will see you next week. And, um, we'll have two two weeks break. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. 
Right. Well, I mean, from from just the campaign. Yes, so yes, the, we will have yeah. a two week, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how far things go next week. Yeah. Anyway, um, see you guys next week, and talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. bye.